This is going to be a wild ride. <laughs> it's it's the haunted mansion. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Streaming Without a Paddle. I'm Andrew. And I am Ted. As you probably already heard, we're discussing Disney Plus's original haunted mansion. I say original. It's been done a n- number of times. At least three, right? Yeah, a number of times. Different cast, different, uh, different story. But... You know, not it's there. PG thirteen like this one. No, this one is PG thirteen. Yep. And I'm I'm gonna go ahead. I I'm, right from the get go when this movie opened up, and it puts the disclaimers. You know, the rating and you know all the things you need to watch out. It was billed, and I could be wrong. I could have been delusional, but I swore I saw family horror as the as the type of movie this was, and I just loved it. I love it. I, I didn't love know, it. I, family horror. That's an interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Family <clears> horror. <throat> this is such a thing. This is it. This is family horror. This is family horror. I I believe it. I mean, I bought it. Yeah. I mean, it's about ghosts and scary stuff, and that's horror. It I has mean, some real scary moments in it. It's got a it, lot of funny, goofy moments, but it's got some real scary moments. I mean, yeah. Say what you want to say about Jared Leto. I mean, the dude is good. He's, all right, well, are you, we're going to jump right into we that. We can jump into it. He's, right. I mean, I didn't know it was him. I mean, oh, obviously, I, it's no. CGI there, Jared there Leto, but like, I didn't know the voice. That, all right. Thank you. you. You just solidified, validated my argument. What was the point of having Jared Leto do that part if you don't know who it is? I mean, they synthesize, synthesize his voice. The CGI is... I, you know, I, I even the police sketch didn't look like Jarrett Leto. Yeah, I had no clue. So why are you? Why are you? I mean, I know why you're doing it. You're like, oh, Jarrett Leto's in it. You're using yeah. it to market the movie. Jarrett Leto is not in this movie. Jarrett Leto's voice is in this movie. Jarrett Leto's computer manipulated voice is in this movie, and motion capture. And yeah, and so you know. I don't, I, I don't get it. I mean, I don't, I didn't understand why it was, why he was there other than for marketing, the obvious. Yeah. Marketing. I mean, that's, that was, that was it. Okay. So that's, you know, I thought that was stupid. I mean, I like Jared Leto. I, I, yeah. I just like, why, why are you doing that? That's a, why, yeah, why are I mean, you, I mean, seriously, you're going out here and you're paying for a name. Okay, and it didn't even need to be paid for because, you know, the role, I don't want to say it was so crucial. It wasn't. It wasn't crucial to the point that you needed a big name to sell it. I mean, because you hear the the computer's synthetic voice, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. all through the movie or, well, you know, throughout the second half of the movie. Yes, you never see this, uh, or you barely ever see this uh, apparition of who Jared Leto is playing. It's really not in it very much. No, it's not. And so it just, you know, it's like, boom, why? Why is that? Why is Jared Leto in this period? The same reason know. Owen Wilson is in this movie. Well, Owen Wilson's on camera. I mean, he's, yeah, he's but, I mean, he's all the time there. You get it. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying, why they didn't. Well, you also could have made Jared Leto look like a creepy ghost and be in it 
Yeah, you could, he's I mean, got you hair could, down to his butt. You know, like you could have just put down some makeup things. He'd have been fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I, I just, I didn't. Again, you're just validating my point. What was the point of having Jared Leto in it? That's all I'm going to say about Jared Leto. I think he's great. I mean, he did that uh, movie with uh, uh, Anne Hathaway uh, about WeWorks. Uh, oh yeah. So uh, I, I try to remember what it was called, but I think he's cashing in right now. By the way. All these things he's done since Dallas Buyers Club. Think uh-huh. about it. The Joker. Like yeah, he's ca- see, he's cashing go. in. Yeah. You know, like he did um that terrible, it, it, terrible Morbius vampire hero movie where he was like a vampire. Morbius. But he, yeah. Morbius, but he was a hero. Right. So like that's a he's cashing in. Yeah, I you know. I, I'm trying to I, I can't think of the name and I can't find the name of the Wee Works thing with, with with Anne Hathaway, which by the way, she's phenomenal. So uh and Jared's good too. I mean, he did that uh, the movie with Denzel Washington and and uh Oh he was great in that. Uh, yeah. The and one in Rami, Ram, Rami Malik. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, which Rami Malik did a horrible job in that movie. Denzel carried we talked about that. Movie. We did. And we, we did. I, yeah. What I said to you that holds, it's like, don't you try to out Jared Leto, Jared Leto. And that's, exactly. what, that's what he and did. Because, yeah, that's what he was. I he's mean, he like, was phenomenal. I mean, he's the best creepy guy in the yeah, world. He's going to go over there and do a creepy, weird thing. And you don't be like creepy, weird detective. It doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. That was that. He, he, anyway. So, all right. So it's Haunted Mansion, Disney, Disney Plus, and uh, in a nutshell, uh, this single mother of a single child, uh, they purchased Sight Unseen, uh, which I thought was really funny. You know, they said Zillow in the, mm-hmm. in the movie. Just bought it Sight Unseen off of Zillow. And uh, I, was, I was like, wow, why would you even play, pay for that? I mean, you have to pay for that to yeah. say that. I mean, make up something. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Trillo. Uh, yeah, whatever. You know, so anyway. Um, they they buy this mansion in outside of New Orleans, uh, uh, and uh, it's it's a haunted mansion. And they move in, and and they immediately move move out. <laughs> but the thing is, it follows you. You yeah, can't yeah, leave yeah, once yeah, you step, step foot in. You the, yeah, you're there. You're you have there. to live there. That's right. It's it's uh, yeah. They they attach themselves. The ghosts attach themselves to you, which was really funny because in that scene, and I don't want to be a spoiler, but it's it's. Just, and it's not really a spoiler because you can just get it. Uh, they move in and then they first start seeing the ghost within hours of showing up. Yeah. Uh, the furniture hadn't even showed up in the car. And they start seeing the ghost. And uh, they, they're having a conversation in the hallway. And mom is finally seeing the ghost. The kid's seen mm-hmm. the ghost. And, uh, and she's like... Let's leave now. Yeah, yeah, that was great. That was that was great. That was great. But I immediately thought of that comedy routine from Eddie Murphy. He was he does this routine about you know, you know black people and and haunted houses uh, or haunted. Is it from Raw? I think so. I I can't remember, but it was. I do know it was Eddie Murphy because yeah. I mean I repeated it all the time because it was so fun. This was back in the eighties. Yeah, and horror was real big in the eighties. Yeah, and the Amityville Horror came out, and you know, and and that show. Matter of fact, 
He, he, that's raw. That, that's that is raw. raw. It's raw. It, yeah, yeah, he comes out and he says, you know, it was a black couple <laughs> buying the house, and then the ghost showed up. We're out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I was just, I love it. <laughs> Side note: My mother let me watch Raw when I was seven or eight years old. Go Janice. I mean, like I mean, my yeah. sister had rented it, and my sister was like sixteen, and like I watched it. <laughs> Nothing was said. I was just upstairs watching it. Oh, thing. Sure. I've seen I've seen Raw probably fifty times. My first comedy album was Steve Martin, uh, Wild and Crazy Guy. I think it yeah. was. And you know, it was back when they had Camelot music, and you know, we'd go to the mall, and mom and dad, and they like, here's ten bucks, you know, go do whatever. And I went and I I bought actually it was a cassette because I had this little cassette player I carried around with me. Yeah, it had the handle on it. You could record on it, the whole nine yards. Anyway, and I bought, because I love comedy. I mean, I grew up watching the Flip Wilson show and, you know, laughing and all those things. So I love comedy. And and Steve Martin came out with The Wild and Crazy Guy, and I bought that cassette. And it was fine. I was probably nine or ten years old. (laughs) You wore it out, didn't you? Oh, I did. But at nine and ten years old... Yeah, and 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 back in my era, you know, we weren't so sexually advanced as kids are today, yeah. right? Well, mine. So either. just like you, well, I know, but <laughs> yeah, but you were watching Raw well, at I, that I, age. My point was, I don't think I should have been, but it's, it's fine. no, you shouldn't have, but you I, did. I think we also had HBO. Yeah, like because we lived out in Gallatin, right? And I remember we got HBO when I was like eight, and they would have like the uh, oh, yeah. the the young Dirty. comedian special. They would oh. have. Well, Sam Kennison, and he yeah. did that whole oh 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 thing, and I was like, "What is this?" I didn't even know what he was talking about, and I would laugh. Oh, I know that was that's what I get to. Steve Martin, you know, he's just all of a sudden he has this little thing in there, Grandpa bought a rubber, oh. and I had no idea what a rubber was. <laughs> I was just nine, yeah. ten years old, and it was just funny. I mean, it made me laugh. I didn't yeah. even know what it was, but anyway. Um, yeah, that scene when they, let's get out of here, remind me totally of Eddie Murphy <laughs> talking about a black family moving into the Amityville horror house. It just <laughs> runs. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> it was. I know. Anyway, so that kind of, that kind of laid the foundation for, for me, uh, in watching this whole movie because I, I equated that one moment to Eddie Murphy because it's an African-American family that mom and son that buy this house mm-hmm. and so when she said that and she delivered it like eddie did and raw that little bit made there, you do, made it just you, meant, took you right. back I, I was just like okay <clears throat> here we go here we go here we go well i think this movie <laughs> the, the 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 male lead of this movie is lakeith stanfield who is great in everything he's ever been in he's an amazing actor yeah. He's amazing. He was he was amazing in this movie. He's amazing in anything well, he's ever done. Everybody, even Danny DeVito who's in this movie. I'll just give you a rundown. Even? Even? even. Danny DeVito's great. Yeah, Danny. He's 80 years old. I, I know, but you know, it's, it's Danny DeVito and Owen Wilson in this movie. You can expect the performance that you're going to get from them. Because in everything they do, it's kind of like the same. You know, they deliver their lines and their attitude. And that's probably why they're cast out for those roles is because, yeah. you know, when they're sitting there getting, getting casting and they're going, all right, you know, like Owen Wilson, father Kent, who's, you know, anyway, I won't spoil what 
Father Ken is. He's yeah. Owen Wilson. Well, he's Owen Wilson, but in the movie. No, Father, I know yeah, he's yeah, Owen right, Wilson right. in the movie. Like, you know, like, you know. Yeah. You know, I, I'm eventually going to be lovable here, but I'm kind of, you know, I, I mean, but he I played, like it. But he delivered his lines no different, and his character was no different than the role that he played in... Uh, um, you mean Dupree? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Wedding Crashers. Yeah. I, I mean, he just, I mean, it was so, and Danny DeVito is kind of the same way. He, he delivers his roles, uh, his lines in the same manner and everything. I mean, he does. I've only watched a couple of episodes of, of and not even all the way through, of Sunny in Philadelphia, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's doing that. And, and he, yeah. It's just it's the same Okay, you know, it's Danny DeVito. Well, to be fair. But I I have seen every Jersey Mike commercial that he's ever made, and it's the same thing. Yeah. They slice the meat right there in front of you. <laughs> I, I think, to be fair, this is not a movie that is requiring anybody to really stretch as an actor and have no real big emotional arc except for the kid and Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. And I'm not going to ruin anything by telling, you know... But we don't need to tell that part. Lakeith right. Stanfield is a ex-physicist, or oh, I don't know, because he rattles I, off a hundred things. That yeah, he basically create. Yeah, he basically yeah. created a camera that could pick up ghost images. Right. But then a terrible tragedy that you need to watch this to find out happens, and he basically becomes a tour guide and kind of a drunk. Yeah, yeah, well, and then they and, hire and, him and, to and, come and, out. And, and there's look a at, reason. There's a reason he becomes a tour guide and a yeah, and a but I, I yeah, don't, we're not we're going to spoil it. Yeah, we're spoiler free. Yes, and then he goes out to meet them. They call or the the priest gets him. Yeah, Father he know, Kent. Yeah, because he knows he did made this camera, and then they get him out there to take pictures and stuff and give him a bunch of money. But he doesn't think it's real. Immediately steps in the house. Then he is stuck in the house. So when he goes home, ghost follows him, brings him back, and then he's part of the house. Yeah, and everybody that enters gets a ghost assigned to them. And right. Yeah, and I, I'm not going to go into how many ghosts there are, but there's a lot. 999, okay. <laughs> to be exact. Ted nailed it, 999. So anyway, um, I thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. it. It had the same downfall in my eyes as so many movies today, and it was 20 minutes to 30 minutes too long. It's what is it? Two, 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 two hours and three minutes. Yeah, take a note, directors. Calm Seriously. it down. And you know what? And it was all on. It was so lopsided from the first half of the movie and the second half of the movie when it came to content, action, and flow. First half was great, and then you could really just see it all kind of bogged down. Mm-hmm. in the second half of the in the movie there and and it just i mean it did it was like i don't know why you could have edited it a little tighter also tiffany haddish yeah yeah she's also in this right so she's the median yeah medium she was great she was e- I, i'm sorry everybody in it every, was good every everybody in it jamie lee curtis is in it uh and uh uh, Winona Ryder makes an appearance. Mm-hmm. I love Again, that. I mean, there was just like Mary Lou Henner. Oh my God. I mean, <laughs> Winona Ryder, longtime crush that I've had since I was a child. Cause yeah, she still looks great. 
Yeah, she looks amazing. She does. I, you know, I I liked I liked Winona Ryder way back when when she first broke on the scene. Uh, what was that? Reality Bites that she was. That was in? the big one. She she'd already she done was, Edward Scissorhands and yeah, but that I mean. So anyway, Beetlejuice. Yeah, that was. I think that was probably her big breakout was Beetlejuice. Yeah, and she was in the and, movie Lucas. Yeah, remember that one? And, yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah, no, it was, well, Stranger Things, more modern. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a Stranger Things and we say the name, a fan, and we say the name Winona Ryder, there you go. There's, there's your, your connection. So anyway, yeah, and uh, Daniel Levy had a, a, a cameo. Oh, he did. I almost forgot can, that. Cameo in that. And, and uh, you, you've got a Kevin Bacon uh, connection there. Yeah. Yeah, two degrees, right? Oh, because Graham, of Graham, yeah. I and Sarah. I was in a movie with Sarah and Graham. I can't oh. talk about movies that I'm in right now, but right. I was in a movie with there Sarah and Graham. So yeah, one degree, really. Yeah. I did a TV special with uh, uh, Eugene. Eugene, yeah. How was that? So oh, it was great. Andrea he seems Martin, very nice. He was. Andrea Martin was there and. She was a part of it. You know, it was like a mini SCTV Oof. reunion. It was so funny, though, because it was it was back in the early 90s. And and uh, that's when when I did uh, Honey, I Blew Up the uh, Kid. And so I was working behind the camera on this TV special. And Eugene Levy and Andrea Martin were there. And it was so funny when when I'm on a set with somebody who's worked with Rick and they don't expect Rick to be there. And then they see me. It's like, what? You know, so and- Andrea, just she grabbed me up real quick when she saw me, you know, off camera. And yeah. wait a second. She, yeah. What are you doing here? That that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, we were doing a press junket once down at Disney. And we were using the edit facility, the, the post group, uh, as, a, as a set of sorts for the press junket. Anyway. We, there were a couple of bays that they had set aside to, to do these press junkets where media comes in, sits down and with the artist, and they get like five minutes to, to ask them questions about whatever the movie it may be. And I can't remember whatever. And it's filmed. It's, you know, there's a coordination between it. But anyway, Steve Martin was there uh, doing a press junket. Now, I wasn't working on the press junket. I was doing something else. But I had business in the post group. And I was going to a, an edit bay and Steve Martin was coming down the hall and I, in one way and I was going opposite way of him. And of course I look at him and I was like, Oh my God, Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. You know, I had no idea he, <laughs> he was there, but it was funny. And, and cause when we walked by each other and I know not to talk to these people, you know, I've got no reason they're busy. They're doing their thing. It's just, you know, it's a courtesy kind of thing. But you look at them, right? Mm-hmm. I got the same look from Steve Martin as he got <laughs> from me. <laughs> and I wondered if he walked away and he's just like, Rick didn't say a word. <laughs> what's his problem? He's like, we did My Blue Heaven together. What's so <laughs> what's, what's my problem? What's his problem? That was so fun. It was so funny. But anyway... All right, we love telling our old stories. We're gonna we're gonna do throwback episodes coming up here 
I think at Christmas time we need to do we, some throwbacks yeah. where we t- we just get real deep on like some older movies because we clearly go back there all the time. Yeah, well, it's you know it's a life spent in the industry, and and that life for me was you know it was great. I mean, it was I, I really enjoyed it, uh, and especially having the relationship of the of being a Doppler ganger to Rick Moranis yeah. and actually working with him, you know. Um, it just it you know those stories are are abundant because Rick in the in the eighties late eighties and early nineties he was huge huge I mean he and so and of course he came from Second City TV and he worked with just the greats John mm-hmm. Candy uh, Eugene Levy you know the list goes on and and of course ended up working Martin with, Short uh, Martin Short and yeah and uh, so anyway. Yeah, let's get back on this though because this was a good movie. My downfall with it, Ted, was it was too long, and there were a lot. There were areas I thought could be cut out. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil it, but the whole son and father thing not necessary. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, gonna, there's I'm a million going in there. Well, that 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 consumed ten minutes of film. Yeah, there's a multitude of areas you could go cut a chunk out of. Yeah, they just. I don't know why. Filmmakers today. I, I wonder if studios are coming down. I, I need two hours. They are. This, this so this is this is coming from Disney. Well, because whatever it, you do, I need two hours. Well, because they're used to eight hours of content. So basically, these short form series that are like four episodes or they're four hour and ten minute episodes. It's a, yeah, you know what I mean, like that. Um, the Continental. Yeah, I mean it's a four hour. I finished movie. that, by the way. Oh, did you? Did yeah, it did get you better? finish it? No, 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 it didn't. didn't. It, it was, got, actually got worse. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, you did. You called that. You can it smell was, it when uh, the lead's not very good. Yeah, no, it it took a horrible. Let's wrap this up. Turn, and I just was like, "Are you kidding me?" I mean, I I don't want to be a spoiler here for you, but when it when it became nuts and bolts, crunch time, climax. The Continental has a computer room in it, which is so far-fetched because this is 1977. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's got a computer room in it. And the computer guy is in there saying, oh, well, we ran the analytics on it. And I'm going, yep, nobody talked like that in 1977 mm-hmm. about, you know, algorithm. That was the word he used too, algorithm. And I'm like, nope. Sorry, not not. Yeah, I'm thing. going down to the front desk and check out. I yeah. mean, that was uh, anyway. That was sad because I thought it. Besides the bad actor's choice, not bad acting, but the bad actor choice mm-hmm. in this movie, I thought it was a good series. But they just tried to cram way too much into one episode to finish the story up. Yeah, uh, yeah. And they boiled it down to a computer room and a, guy, a guy with algorithms Glad I didn't in 19, 1977. So anyway, great cast in this movie, Haunted Mansion. Um, so you ready to give it some numbers? Let's give it some numbers. Okay. 78. And that's all because it is too long. 87. Okay. I enjoyed it start to end. I, I, you know, if, I, I I got bored. I got bored at the end of it because it just started to drag. I mean, it hit a wall. It literally hit a wall, and the content just got stretched out. And I was just like, "This is this is this is ruining the movie." But you should still watch it. 
Yeah, I, I would. I, mean, I might watch I, it again tonight, to be honest with you. I, I'm, I, you know what? Halloween, uh, Halloween night, that might be my go-to. That's your good well, I mean... Halloween night is for Halloween. This is, this is family horror. <laughs> and that's my speed. Okay. There, there is no Jason, Children of the Corn, Freddy. There's none of that for me. I'm, I'm actually Volu- going... Voluntarily, at least. I'm actually going Friday the 13th to a Friday the 13th ball. Oh, that, at the East Side Bowl in Madison, which is like a it's oh, see, like costume would, contest and everything. Well, that that uh, that where you had your screening at that theater. Oh yeah, the full moon. Oh man, that would be a great place to have some horror. I bet they've got a ton going on because they got the haunted house next door. Yeah, they have a ton. You can go watch a movie, do that, and, and they he has a really big Ben is the guy that owns it, and he runs the full moon horror and tattoo festival every year. It's huge. Well, I was just about to say, I mean. I was, you know, I was at first scared when I went in there, but I realized that it was legit and it was cool and all that. So if you want to go see a movie and get a tattoo while you're watching the movie, you can do it at the Full Moon Theater in Hermitage. Cineplex. Cineplex. I actually got... In in Hermitage. There it is, right there. I went and saw... Is that Eeyore? No, no, no. That's a. Oh, you're, it's a tombstone. I, I see that now. I but you were covering and, half of it. It looked like Eeyore's ass. <laughs> <laughs> don't cover that up while you're talking to somebody. Yeah. Hey, man, why you got Eeyore's ass on I, your arm? An Eeyore tattoo would be great. <laughs> oh, bother. Um, I got this tattoo after I or before I went and saw Return of the Living Dead. Oh, there you go. Motivation. It's a great movie. <laughs> Motivation. You know what? That was a good movie. I'm going to go get a tattoo. That's exactly it. That was is that was is that what clicked in there? Mm-hmm. This is this is I need a I need a gravestone for this. Yeah. I, I was like, why not? That's why cool. Not? Why not? <laughs> Speaking of which, I have an actor because so many actors have tattoos. Mm-hmm. What's the process like to cover those up in movies? Are we talking sleeves? Um, it depends. Yeah. Uh, sometimes if it's just like, th- th- I have a heart on my elbow. If mm-hmm. I'm getting that covered up, they just do makeup and you can't really tell. Right. But like when I'm on these period piece shows and if I'm not wearing a jacket and I have like a white shirt on, they put a three quarters. Well, they basically put under armor on you, like skin colored under armor. Do you think that detracts from your getting jobs? Not anymore. No, no. Everybody has them. Okay. It did back in the day. Okay. I mean, I didn't have most of my tattoos till I was over 30 years old. Okay. I was always wondering, because, you know, there's there's actors out there, they're just covered, and then, you, you know, all right, now how did they, they they obviously covered them up for the movie, and yeah. you look at them, and I mean, you're like, okay, now what was the process? Was that just makeup, or did they put them in a... It's both. You know, it just depends skin. on what it is. Oh, they can put up this really thick makeup on your arm that will not come off all day, and then you've got to basically take, like, spirit gum remover to get it off. Okay. So, it's just a more of a hassle for them. Right. Which goes to my as, you know, do I want to hire the guy that's going to take three hours in the chair? Yeah. <laughs> or the guy that's going to take an hour? <laughs> a, lot, a lot of roles I play would love, love it that I have random tattoos. Oh, uh, anyway. All right. I'm a 78, but I still say watch it. I thought it was good. It just got too long. I hear you, but I still give it an 87 and watch it. All right. Guys, thanks for listening to Streaming Without a Paddle. I'm Andrew. And I am Ted.